All right, welcome to tonight's episode of Conversations with Christy. Today I am speaking with the lovely Gwen from the podcast show Good Day Gwen. Gwen, how are you doing? I can't complain. I'm really good today. How are you doing, Miss Christy? I, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Like I was saying, it's been it's been a busy week with finals and all that stuff, but <laughs> it's it's life. It's what comes it's what comes with the job. <laughs> yes. Okay. Finals, what you going to school for? nursing yes we need mm. more nurses i appreciate your service <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm a i'm actually a travel cna so my schedule has been kind of all over the place and then with daylight savings time it just seems to have thrown my brain completely <laughs> completely off it gets dark at like four four o'clock where i'm at yes, same here it's dark right now mm-hmm. so i'm still trying to i think that's got me thrown off a little bit but I don't know because I'm from down south and even down there when it's daylight saving time it still doesn't get dark until at least five or six so (laughs) well look I'm glad you're doing what you're doing and you're doing what you can Mm -hmm. even though it's hectic I know it's it's possible though you keep doing your thing Mm -hmm. so what is your you're telling me a little bit about your podcast show what is what is it about? How did you get started podcasting? Um, my podcast is about literally everything. Um, it began as a challenge from a friend um, when I was in the hospital recovering um, from pneumonia at the time. And um, she challenged me to just start using using my voice because, again, I had to recover from pneumonia. So my lungs were weak. So they was like, you need to talk more. So she introduced podcasting as a challenge. It became a, a career of mine now. I've been doing this since 2019. Um, I use podcasting to help me process the, the loss of my brother. Uh, so I talk a lot about grief in the process of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just use it as a, a tool to help other people know that they're not alone. I'm a, a self-advocate for self. I like to talk about how to invest in your health as a, being a licensed massage therapist for eight years. Um, I just try to educate people and, and let them know that, uh, you know, just being you is good enough. And every day is a good day as long as you're allowed to see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a nutshell, that's that's my podcast. Mm-hmm. So Take you... A little bit, little bit of everything. So you are a big mental health mental health advocate in general, correct? Yes. Yes. So as far, um, obviously getting professional help would be ideal, but for somebody that might be on low income or might not have access to it, what can they do to, for as far as promoting self-care and helping with their mental health in general until they can actually get the professional help? I believe going going into your local places to find out what resources your city has um, is different for every environment. So I think about just using your natural resources around in your community, if they're even that. Um, But in my community, we don't have that. So I just kind of became um, a or I went to school to become a therapist, but I'm not a psycho, psychological therapist, anything like that. I just right. educate, educate people about their mind, body, and their spirits. Um, but I would say to anybody out there who, who's looking for a place, there's always resources um, in your community, or it should be um, places in your community for that, for the professional help that you seek. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta go further out past your environment, right. but it's out there. It's definitely exactly. help out there, people. Exactly. And I'm not necessarily in the mental health profession, but I do deal with deal with it with um, my patients. So sometimes okay. I do see um, the unfairness and not just necessarily with race. Sometimes money does play a factor into it. Because yes. girl, there were, I had to stop working in the um, mental I don't like saying that mental hospital. I don't, I don't like saying that. Um, psychiatric center. I think that's okay. a, that might be a better term. Um, there yeah. were literally patients that were turned away solely because of insurance purposes. And I'm like, okay, so they're supposed to be going to get help. And instead of you helping, you're traumatizing them even more. So what are, what are you, what are you there for? Right. I've seen that happen as well. Mm-hmm. And so I, see. yeah, exactly. And then there's been times where 
I've seen people that were misdiagnosed solely based on race. Like sometimes they'll go in there and they could just be be depressed, but you're automatically want to put them on an anti-psychotic when they're not even psychotic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so how, with those two examples, how do you think that as a community that uh, we can be better advocates for mental health, not just um, for like, suicide suicidal purposes just for like in general as a community or uh individually um i would i would say that uh for people who do have the gifts or the training i would say the qualifications and the training to help um less fortunate people whether it be for um insurance purposes or money purposes that if you have that need in your community and you know people around you are suffering to kind of be the beacon of light and to try to become um, or create a place or a safe space for people to think to, to feel safe and to go a place and find resources where they need the help like there's people who know more than I do as far as mental health and psychiatric care go um, but in my scope of practice I believe that um, for the people that's in the community um, if we all united and understood that it takes a community to kind of help one another that um, we could get to a better place with that and um create and change these laws or create and change policies that we need to help one another, people who are low-income or um, uh, poverty-stricken, whatever you want to call it. I believe it's just going to take the community to um, kind of acknowledge the the spots where we need those those spots filled, those gaps that are in our communities. Um, so I say it just takes a plethora of everybody to understand it on a common basis. We all should have some sense of... Um, um, self self-care you know so if you if you can't find it in your neck of the woods then you know reach out network with people who are online i network with people from all places of the earth and um you know just having a, a session with me or just talking with me is therapy is therapeutic uh, for a lot of people so if you don't have it then always find my podcast and tune in with me i always talk to people um you know whether it's in a bad situation or you just want to express yourself, um, I use my platform to help others. Um, and if I know anybody that anybody that can help, or if I have any phone numbers for people to reach out and find these places that have resources for people who do have low income or uh, certain conditions, then I try to help. But I think for a lot of people, it's going to take your own community to kind of help see see the places that need help. You know what I mean? Like I, I had to become what I needed in my community. We don't have black therapists. So I had to become one. I felt like I had to become one. I, I chose that duty. Right. So what is the difference between a counselor and a life coach? A counselor and a life coach. Uh, I think a counselor kind of just helps guide you, whereas in a life coach actually holds you accountable, um, breaks down the, the narrative or the the plan at hand that you want for yourself. Um, counselors okay. can only do so much, and I think um, counselors can only do so much, and so forth. For the um, what did you what did you say? Uh, what's what's the basically what's the main difference between a counselor and a life coach? Yeah, the life coach would have more accreditation, I would believe. Um, but it, it just depends on that person. Um, I don't know the specific the specific difference because I'm just a massage therapist, and whereas <laughs> a, a, a a counselor or a life coach, those are two different realms. Those right. are three different entities that we're dealing with. But I believe they're all imperative in a um, in a helpful a helpful journey. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I I go. Um to my massage therapist daily sometimes I think that helps because like once you release the negativity and stuff from your body the rest of it follows so it's Mm -hmm. kind of like starting at the core for me um and I really didn't I really didn't realize the importance importance of it until I got into the profession that I did until I did recently so um so as far as education is concerned, like if somebody wants to become a counselor or a massage therapist or does in any type of therapy at all, um, what would be their uh, the best way for them to start doing that, like as far as education? Um, Education-wise, for me, uh, massage therapy, I had to go to school. Um, so you have to go to college to be licensed um, in, in the state of Missouri is where I was licensed and I'm licensed in Illinois. 
So you have to go to school first. You have to find out what place has that um, massage therapy class, of course. It's about nine months. Uh, it can vary. It could be a year or two for different places. But it was nine months for me of two years worth of accelerated curriculum. So um, I would say go to your nearest college or place of um, institutional learning. That's mm -hmm. where you go. Find out what is in your community um, and what um, areas do they offer. Because there's a lot of places that say we offer it, but it's all like off campus or you have to go right. on campus. It just depends, really. But I had to go all the way to Missouri. Um, and, I'm, and I'm originally from East St. Louis. So I had to go all the way to Missouri to uh, pursue massage therapy for nine months. And it's worth it. It's mm -hmm. worth it. Work with um, counselors, work with people who are in your, in your neighborhood, urban leagues, uh, Jack uh, Jordan Kersey centers, community centers, youth centers. All these places have good people that should be able to tell you how to go about um, creating a journey for yourself. And what, what, whether it's counseling, massage therapy, or life coaching, I think you, as far as qualifications go, um, finding the school that offers it is going to be your best bet. Mm -hmm. So when, I don't know if this question will make sense or not, but obviously with massage therapy, you're basically dealing with people um, on a regular basis, making sure that their body is in check. How do mm -hmm. you keep your, keep your body and keep your mind sane while you're dealing with everybody else? Because obviously you, um, you said you're recovering from pneumonia. So I'm assuming you're still dealing with some side effects from that so how do you just keep your keep yourself balanced oh i was i was uh, recovering back in 2019 from pneumonia okay. when i that's when i began my podcast um, okay. but how do i keep myself together i practice what i preach i have a therapist as well um i i, I practice everything that i say uh or what i give people um i'm definitely that so i stretch i hydrate i meditate yoga you know anything that i can think of i'm out here trying to do it but as far as carrying the weight of the world of everybody else's problems um absolutely not <laughs> it's, it's a balance yeah no i'm not doing that and exactly. once i learn how to process and balance the two and learn what's what stuff is mine and what stuff isn't then exactly. kind of then that kind of makes it better you know I'm, I'm only human too so it's just like um if somebody comes in with a, a lot of heaviness um, as a as a thing of cleansing, you know, stepping outside and 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 putting your feet on the ground, you know what I mean. It's mm -hmm. it's like it's a clearing way of of cleansing that energy for things that you do um, come in contact with. Because people do come with heavy stuff. That is a thing in massage and energy work. Uh, mm -hmm. But it just depends on your ritual or whatever you create for yourself. You know, I didn't know anything about it until I was like, whoa, this shit is really heavy. Excuse my language, <laughs> but. You know, I just had to figure it out. And um, a good friend of mine was like, well, you got to look into ways to cleanse yourself of the energy. And, you know, I meditate and I believe in incense and uh, sage and I all was the gonna good ask, stuff. I was going to ask about that because I obviously, well, religion for me, um, I grew up around it. My mother was a Southern Baptist minister, but I kind of lean more into the spirituality part of religion once I got into healthcare. Um yeah. just because I'm like, okay, I'm dealing with I'm dealing with people. I work mostly with hospice and geriatric. So okay. the meditation actually it's actually helped a helped a whole lot. Uh the spiritual cleansing, I literally have to clean cleanse my house like every other week just to make sure <laughs> just to make sure I don't bring anything <laughs> home with me from the job so yes. <laughs> I'm glad it's mm -hmm. not just me <laughs> it's not take those shoes off at the door leave them outside Girl. if you have to <laughs> take the clothes off at the door I don't know you know it just whatever yeah. floats your boat is what I tell people everything that applies to me doesn't apply to everyone so you really have to figure scrubs, out what, so what I, floats as your boat as I get home take my scrubs off throw them in there mm -hmm. take a salt bath take a shower right. do something <laughs> bubble, bubble bath me please yeah, yeah that's right that's right it's essential you gotta exactly. have that time for yourself exactly because i came to that realization a week ago i'm like okay you don't really when you're working long hours you don't really think that it's affecting you until until it's you affecting take a break and then you're like wow i'm i'm exhausted <laughs> yep. Yep. yeah 
And I kind of had to learn that the hard way this week because I was like, oh my God, I I need to pace myself. Like, <laughs> but at least you learn, you know, you learn, you do better. So that's it. Yep, I got my little got my little infant station going on whenever I feel the need to to use my Polo Santo, my sage. Yes. <laughs> and my boyfriend knows not to bother me when I'm <laughs> You're on the right track. You're on the right track. I got to. I'm dealing with I'm dealing with spirits every day when that nursing home girl. <laughs> I mm-hmm. don't know what them God forbid me. I don't know what them people were doing back in the day. So nope. <laughs> I don't I don't trust it because I will never forget the first my first um patient that that I lost on my ship we found mm-hmm. out that he was actually an officer during the Jim Crow era oh wow and he did a lot of shady stuff back in the day and I was like ever since then I'm like because I'm like you hear about that type of stuff in class and whatnot that's one thing but i'm working with people that's actually lifted mm-hmm. that makes a, that makes a lot of difference exactly so i'm like i gotta i gotta think about that because i don't know who what they might have done back in the 60s during that you know what i mean so <laughs> exactly so like it's gotten to the point where if i know that a patient is about to go i literally have to protect myself you know, spiritually, Bye, mentally, man. all that stuff. Yes, ma'am. It's <laughs> important. Like you're you're okay now, but I don't know what you did when you were younger that might be following you now. And I don't want that lashing out on me. So <laughs> that is very true. That is that in the, in the field of work that we do, that that comes with people. Exactly. Exactly. And different people got different background, different walk, walks of life. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't like when I first began massage therapy, I didn't know it was, you know, how most people think anyway. It's just a, you just rub it on somebody. That's it. But then no. I got into like the <laughs> curriculum. I got into the curriculum. I was like, oh snap, this is for real. Like this is really real. You're dealing with people, emotions, you're dealing with and people are gonna everything. be telling you, like I know my massage therapist, I'll be telling her everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You'll probably be hearing all types of stories in there. <laughs> but it's real out here you know i didn't think that it was as, as impactful as it was or is so. like i knew that because i'm a traveling cna and obviously i knew that the work that we do was a lot but i it didn't really hit me until i started working in hospice and i was like oh yes. oh you work in hospice mm-hmm so you get to see the life and you get to see the death. Yeah. And yeah, that's why I chose massage therapy. I just wanted the life. I just I just only <laughs> can deal with life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's even, but it's weird because even when you on the assignments that I have that are not hospice, you can still kind of tell when they're about to go mm-hmm. anyway. Just because they have, I don't know if this is too much, but they have everybody has a different look when it's their time. So the best that you can do is like keep them comfortable and then try to make sure that you're you're okay too because it doesn't matter how how long or how short you know know somebody you still knew exactly yeah that's the thing about it that's why i cannot i can't i can't say i cannot but i will not (laughs) be in a field like that because death is death is different exactly because i swear to god the first time i witnessed it I mm-hmm. only worked with this patient for like two weeks and I was boo-hooing when I found out that he passed. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't even form a connection with him yet, but it was just like the shock of seeing him there. And then you have to prepare him for the for the funeral home people. That's a whole nother, a whole nother wave of emotions. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just there, now they're gone. You know, yeah. it's a... Uh... It's heavy because you know it's real, but your mind is like, no, exactly. no, that ain't just happened. That ain't it. This is not it. This is not real. Whole time your brain is like, this is not real. How do we process exactly. this? So, exactly. You know, that's when I kind of got more into like the spirituality side because I'm like, at the end of the day, everybody's going to go the same way. You just got to 
figure you pretty much gotta figure out for yourself if you want your story to have a positive ending or a negative ending you know thank you so because we all we are born the same way we all die the same way mm. no need for all the hatred and all that stuff so okay <laughs> tell them miss graham tell them <laughs> They don't be trying to hear me. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out the side of my neck, but I'm trying to tell people the same thing. Like, it's you know, know we we I've here. seen it multiple times that my my mindset is different, you know. But other people are lucky and they haven't been able to experience that yet. So, yeah. But with me, I'm like, I try to I try to pe- treat people good. I try to give people the benefit of doubt, but I'm also yeah. not. I'm also not stupid. <laughs> That's right. Don't be gullible out here. Absolutely not. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not after this weekend. I had to let I had to cut so many people off because of that trial verdict. Oh my God. <laughs> oh Lord. I, you never really know how many racist friends you actually have until <laughs> Boy, listen here. Listen here. <laughs> Please, all I got, that's all I gotta say is listen. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, like, I'm, I'm like, it, and I was trying to tell one of my friends, I was like, it's okay for you to have that type of mindset. Nothing the government's gonna do is gonna hurt you, but me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm black, got, so yeah, that life messed up exactly. So I was just like, it. It just kind of, I guess it just kind of hit me how different we were raised because I'm, I'm like, y'all really see this as a good thing? Mm-hmm. People are celebrating. Somebody, somebody walked, somebody hopped into my podcast uh, room and was like, yay, he was found out guilty. And, and then, like, girl, there was, there's so many people that are trying to be like, oh, self-defense. What the fuck was he defending? Hello? He agitated the whole thing. Hello, I saw the same video today, so I was like, he was walking in front of Defending what? He's a 17-year-old whose mother gave him a freaking gun. If that had been a black boy, he would have either been dead or he would have gotten life. And no, or girl, he would have been dead. That would have been target practice. You he hear me? <laughs> it's not funny, but his ass would have been shot the first time they saw him with a gun. Girl, they could have lit him up like a Christmas tree. What? <laughs> when I, actually, when I saw that video, I said that. I was like... Oh, wow. Oh, he with the boys. He must be one of the proud boys or the good old boys, whatever you call them. Be. You saw how he was he looking when he was shooting them, like... <laughs> they rolled right past him, like, oh, yeah, he's a part of he's a part of the gang. Like, yeah. He, no, he, girl, you see what his mother looked like? Weapon? You see what no. his mom looked like? No. Girl, she about 35, looked like she about 60 already. Looked like she done <laughs> six times a mess. Living a hard life, because she know no, that boy. She know that boy thinking. wrong. Low key, that's what I was thinking about too, because in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, yes, he got away with murder. Is he ever going to have a normal life? No. Unless, but they, he might, they might shelter him. I got the he feeling, gonna, I get the feeling they're going to ship him out the country somewhere. Girl, he protected, honey. Forget shipping him out the country. He's going to be right here living good and protected. Okay, them them judges, they bought them. They everybody was bought, or either their family is some some uh really prominent somebody, people. Because he was too they... chummy with that judge. I don't know if you've seen I, I don't did. know if you see child. He was literally yeah. behind that man. Behind him. Like I had yeah. court, I only had court one time and I was like, I would I would never and the judge I had was black and I still <laughs> I still was like I would never so the fact that he felt that comfortable I was like I already knew they're gonna let him go mm-hmm. me too when they when I watched the video of him walking past I was just like oh my god oh he is he and then he, he got the audacity to talk about people. he wants to be a nurse boy if you don't nurse your ass back to <laughs> hell Boy, if you boy sit down, just just don't do nothing <laughs> else for a while. Don't do nothing. Oh, if I can I get him, I should your dad is on the CNN Instagram page, and he was like, "I'm going to change my life around and be a nerd." You still got a felony on your record. You can't do shit in the medical field. And boy, your face is all over the world. Nobody want to exactly. Mess with you. Ain't no ain't nobody black gonna trust you with their life. I fucking terrorist. They don't, they hate the, they don't never like to call it what it is. That's a terrorist. That's an in home. That's a home. It is. Terrorist. It is. And I'm Y'all like, crazy. is he 
like what made them I willing to bet that the only reason why they rallied behind him was one because he was white and two he was 17. And our boys don't even get a chance to be boys. They men exactly. out the gate. Like didn't didn't a didn't a kid a while ago just get shot for having a toy gun? A while ago. You talking about Tamir Wise? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. But he can go free because y'all are claiming self-defense because of a dead person's criminal history. Yep. And that's that's kind of how that cookie was crumbling. That's uh, exactly what's playing out. But but nobody should be surprised. I mean, I wasn't. I a lot wasn't of people are like, oh my God. I'm once like, I, this is once nothing they new. kicked out the one black person in the jury, I was like, he's going to get off. Because I don't know if you heard about that. Mm-mm. They were there were so many complaints about um the jury not being diverse that mm-hmm. they kicked the one black guy off and they replaced them with somebody else. And that was literally the day before they announced the verdict. Uh, I'm not I'm not convinced. I'm not I'm not confused about nothing that this that this place or this government that they got backed up, but I ain't even I'm not here for and that. My job was trying to send me to Wisconsin. I'll be damn why. So one of them can shoot me. Man, there's Absolutely been so much not. craziness going on. I'm not <laughs> surprised by nothing at this point. The people's response. I'm not surprised by the people's response because so many people out here like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? These people are dead. And y'all celebrating because he got off. Y'all just smacked these families in the face. He wouldn't defend <laughs> Exactly. And the crazy defending, part about defending it is property they, does not, should not ultimately be dead. So I'm like, so I'm like your whole argument during last year's BLM thing your whole argument just went out the window. Yeah, like what? Because these are white people that you're doing this shit to now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what's your excuse now? <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, matter, right? all I'm saying is, y'all, y'all <laughs> about to experience, y'all are about to be in, it, in for a rude awakening. The world is, is in for a rude awakening. All I know is, I am not going to be like, and then. Young Dolph, I don't know if you heard, Dolph got shot. And then mm-hmm. after that, that shit happened. So it's going to be the next couple the next couple of weeks are, and then especially with Biden not even being in office right now, freaking Harris is the president. I can't even be inside about that. I honestly don't like her either. I'm not amused by anything at this point with America. And I'm gonna just leave it there, cause baby. No, cause my, cause my thing ain't, was, ain't none of this new. Cause my thing was my thing with Harris. You literally used your black card to get the fucking presidency, and then you have yet to do anything for the black people that you kiss your ass to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey, they all puppets. They never have power like they think, like we think they have. They don't have it. They just the faces. They just the. Uh, what you call it, the 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 dress or the the beard, and like the <laughs> spokesperson. Yeah, that's it. That's all. It's just to appease us. It's not. They're not a control. I mean, we think I'm so. Like honestly, the Democrats have never been. I don't like the Republicans either, but the Democratic Party they have always been the lesser of two evils for Black people, so they were able to manipulate us. That's it. That's it. Do they we're actually care? It's nope. bigger things. It's bigger fish to fry out here, but I hate the life was lost. Mm-hmm. But we all distracted with these stories about the shit that we know ain't finna change. The system was never designed for black people, so I don't know why nobody's surprised by that. But because they thought say, by voting for Joe Biden that he was gonna automatically change everything overnight. And I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all know it literally took six years to mess up an already fucked up system. It's gonna take more than six years to fix it, but even then, he ain't got no intentions of doing anything, so. And, and if he could, he can't. You, you hear me? If he, could, <laughs> he can't, okay? Y'all they better get, y'all better get him. <laughs> y'all better get him. He's just a face. That is it. That is it. All of these presidents, y'all, we thought they was in power. No, no, no. It's some power that's up there that ain't No, the like power us. is in the peanut gallery, and that's what people don't recognize. And that's, like, even though the Democrats do hold the majority of the House. They don't agree with what he's doing, so he's not going to get shit done. Hmm. So it doesn't, it really doesn't matter who's in the House or not. If 
if they don't like you as a president, you're not going to get any laws passed, to be honest. Yeah, look, you get assassinated faster than you can say good day, okay? They don't assassinate people like they used to no more. <laughs> Honestly, if they did, a lot of this shit won't happen. I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying that shit, but... <laughs> Listen... Listen, I was holding my breath when Obama was in there. I was like, oh my God, I hope they protect this man because they're going to try to knock his ass off. <laughs> so he, you know what I'm saying? They, they just had to appease the people just to seem like they Obama wanted to care about doing us. some shady shit too at the end of his presidency, but at least he waited till the end and not at the <laughs> gate. <That's- laughs> hey, some people can will conform, some won't. But you know, it just it's just and about... I, he I was actually related they, to some of the forefathers, so exactly. he was like a piece of them. So he, they was like, "No, nah, we can't kill out." Well, they can't kill out. They will <laughs> they kill them. <laughs> but they definitely was like, "If we're gonna use this to our benefit, let's get them going. Let's get these black people thinking that they got it, and they don't." Whole time, whole you time. You know what? Honestly, when Trump was president, I was really surprised nobody tried to get that man because he talked <laughs> way too much shit. <laughs> I was like, "What the thugs and the gangsters there?" <laughs> What are these people what? really about? Yo, it? no, when I'm not even talking about us. I'm talking about the people overseas that were out. <laughs> anybody, hell, anybody. What I was looking for, like, where y'all at? <laughs> like he got warrants and shit in fucking Iraq, and he's still, and ain't nobody trying to do a suicide mission or nothing. Baby, Let me he stop got privilege, them. capital P. You hear me? He got capital P privilege. Oh my freaking god! That's why I was like, he must got top notch protection because he was wilding on Twitter on the freaking. Well, he knows something. Air. I'm sure he knows something. Gotta <laughs> be, you know, he Russian or something. One of them, Soviet, whatever you mm-hmm. call it. He ain't well, American. I, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Everybody swear. Everybody swear they American now. Everybody. Everybody <laughs> want to be American, bro. Everybody want to be American, American, but American. A, he American with a Russian wife. Okay. Mm, with a girl. straight Russian wife. You know what? I wonder if they're even still married. Aha. Or was it just just a fairy tale that we thought was real? <laughs> I don't even think they were married. She did not look happy with that man at all. <laughs> like, how would we know, though? You know what I mean? Like, if they could tell us anything, and people are gullible to believe everything literally that they see online, on TV, Everybody's like just going with the masses. I'm like, no, nah, y'all is foolish because <laughs> this is not what we think. Yes, they're showing us that they're together. Or yes, they show us that they're united. Boo, bye, and, and that, gone. That would explain why we hardly ever saw pictures of them together, though. The only time we ever actually saw her was during the election. Girl, the shade was real. Everybody kept showing them men's of her, her slapping his hand. Like, boy, stop. She a whole prostitute. I'd be embarrassed of her, too. Girl, she out here popping that pee. You hear me? <laughs> Got the audacity to call freaking <laughs> call Connor a hoe. You actually had a it's a double, it's some double-edged swords floating around these bugs. I tell you that. I will tell you that, but I'm not surprised not one bit. I can't even lie to you. I ain't surprised. I ain't surprised about nothing I'm that America comes up with. Why we have a president. Girl, because they, they believe they, we can't. They can't, can't do um, shit. They be accountable for ourselves. If you really look at the role of the president, they really don't do shit. They have to run everything by Congress and the Supreme Court. Now, all they literally do is tell people what they did. We just pay them, you know, to to keep um, no Vaseline in us. That's exactly <laughs> what we do. We so just, he's basically a spokesperson, but he doesn't really do shit. Yeah. So yeah, why we, we like that. We like that the... type of responsibility? You can't be making that much money from it. Mm. Maybe I don't. I don't. Surprised if you know how to cut the right corners, you know the right the right hands to shake, you oh. know the right beds to be in, you know the dirt on the on the famous families. Um, if you know shit, you're not supposed to know. You can live. You can live to talk about it. True. <laughs> Makes you me know, wonder. But... <laughs> no. Mm. Literally the only person he ever actually had dirt on was Clinton. Girl. I mean, I didn't like Clinton either, but <laughs> Clinton's whole face looked like a worn out shoe. Like, Honey, oh. um, what all I'm saying is when life thought redeal re- you what you've been giving people out here, you're gonna start looking like it. 
That's why people be mad that some of us black folks don't look like we age. Baby, we ain't got nothing to carry. <laughs> we ain't got nothing to carry. We've been holding it all along. No, it's yours. <laughs> this is yours. Go ahead, have it. 400 years of it. Here you go. Get some of it. You can have a little piece. Here you go. Like you those dang, like those dang twins. Um, Mary Kate naturally awesome, like 35 years old, look like about 50. Yeah, they do look real rough, but they had some. <laughs> They mess with that stuff. You can't mess with that stuff. Everybody knows. Girl. And that's and that's the thing that I hate about stereotypes because I've been working in healthcare for the past three years and I can honestly say with my whole chest, I have never seen a black person come in for an overdose on hard drugs. Mm-mm. Never. Nope. It might be a little alcohol poisoning. And we might and we, be going in there for something stupid, but it ain't drugs. <laughs> and when they tell y'all that we did, they lying. They okay? lying. Like when I they tell, when I they tell y'all that we overdosed or committed suicide, they lying. No, they did not. Like I swear to God, I have been working in different healthcare facilities, traveling and stuff. And I, like I said, we might get into a little alcohol, and mm-hmm. we might get into a little gun violence or you know car accident, whatever. But as far as like snorting or shooting or whatever they do no Mm-mm. i can honestly say i've never seen a black person in my hospital for drugs Mm-mm. it's always alcohol withdrawal that yeah. i can say but like drugs because you know, we're trying to numb the pain i mean i'm not giving <laughs> nobody excuses but we are really trying to numb that, that pain for 400 years is in our dna and they think it's just gonna go away or that it don't exist no more Exactly. Yeah, you get me on a whole rant on her. Don't start. Don't start with me. Because <laughs> it just really irks my nerves because they will sit there on the unsafe internet and try to lie and say that we are the reason why America is going to shit. No, it's not. <laughs> it's your like, own I, people. No, because I swear to God, I have seen a, like am I going to, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble. You know what? Whatever. I'm just going to say it. There was a 17 year old who was a patient of mine and Mm -hmm. he basically got into his grandmother's drug cabinet. Mm -hmm. He had been been doing it for a while. He was supposed to go to jail that night and I was watching him. You know, he got off because grandma took the blame for that shit. Stop it. I I I swear to God. Grandma took the great blame for all of it. They'll do it. They sure will. Just they will. I'm like, this is a grown 17, 18-year-old man. If he was grown enough to get into that shit, he should be grown enough to take the consequences. But no, y'all are sending him, letting him go God's free because like no rehab, no nothing. Oh, I should have let the cabinet out. They want to coddle him. They They want to coddle him. That's what they're doing. But then you wonder what, you know what, Kristen, shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's like, it's, it's like, repeats itself, honey. That. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Like, no, it's not. And then they make it seem like it's us. No, you need to look at the people that have access to it. It ain't us. Yeah, I say everybody. Do, go to the library. Thing. Go read the book. Go read the book. Put these phones down. Go to these libraries. Find these books with the legitimate articles and research. What you trying to talk about? People just be talking out the side of their necks about shit. They never and lived it. They don't it. be knowing nothing. Never lived it. Never lived it. Because somebody said, oh, a celebrity said this, so this is facts. No. Or my, new, or my new favorite. I seen it on TikTok, so it's obviously true. Girl, my God. <laughs> Don't even, don't even let me start with TikTok. <laughs> and at this point, screw Facebook too. They against the freedom of speech. It ain't free no more. But it never was, really. Exactly. Exactly. Freedom of speech. No, it was never freedom of speech. Because people pay a cost. People people out here, they they be they be forgetting it, but <laughs> Like people, I think people forget, yes, we have freedom of speech, but we also have freedom of consequence too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can say whatever you want, but 
People can respond to it however you want. It's always going to be a rebuttal, you know, and I don't take it personal because what I say is what I say. But at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Um, The bigger picture is to get people on one accord to be understanding that it's okay to disagree um, and agree. You know, it's okay to agree or agree or, or not. It's okay. You know, it, sh- exactly. it shouldn't be that deep where you just think I hate you because I think a certain way or I don't think like you. What in the fuck? What's happening? What? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't want to be you. You don't want to be me. <laughs> well, you shouldn't. Be, you shouldn't want to. You know what I mean? It's like it's the power in being individual, and that's why I talk so much about self. I'm just like, what the? Everybody trying to be like everybody agree to this and this net. No, exactly. maybe I don't think that's that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Because the problem is people are looking on social like media this. and they've seen what's paying and they pop on that not really mm-hmm. so that when somebody sees something that's new and original they frown upon it because it's you know you never seen it before it's new exactly. it's scary that's the first thing they they're scared of it first reason why people pull triggers before they get to know us they scared mm-hmm. if you scared you'll do but anything a couple of months down the line you're gonna see a white girl wearing box braids girl boo don't get me started on that one <laughs> Girl, boo! My box braids. A whole box braids. Save, save, save me of the appropriation, the the gentrification. I'm cool. <laughs> save, save me from that. And I already they don't know. Even be looking right. I'm like, if you're going to appropriate something, at least go to somebody black. You know. <laughs> Ooh, I be like, y'all is pushing it, but y'all pushing it. Yeah, don't nobody want to be black to decide like- to be black. They literally be looking like fucking snow rats. Got the audacity to make it seem like we're hating on them. No, we're trying to save your fucking hair for falling out. Cut it out, <laughs> honey. I'm not saving anybody. You can't save nobody but yeah, yourself. Get them box trays, girl. Get them micros. And while you're at it, go to the Africans and have them put beeswax on your head. Girl, Africans gonna snatch. <laughs> snatch us here. Find who works for you, cause honey, Africans don't work for me. So I'm gonna just tell you, find who works for you, cause some Africans work for some people and some don't work for other people. But find that person that's for you to care about your head, cause uh, baby, baby, bye, baby, baby, bye. Like, is it really that? Is it really that serious? Are y'all that insecure that? <laughs> well, Jasmine, seven percent. Why you gotta be so insecure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like they want to they want to be like us but they don't want to uh, like be what you mean everybody want everybody want to be black sisters in everybody want to tan everybody want to get a little darker man bye baby y'all wouldn't trade these shoes for, for them shoes you got on your <laughs> shoes get to in places that we can't even look at think exactly. of what you talking about Exactly. But I mean, that's a that's a that's a whole different other rant, honey. But girl, my podcast, my podcast definitely be popping off just like this because I be letting people know like what is up. Like, am I the only one out here? What in the? Did I wake <laughs> no, up? You know, wake not. up again? Did Absolutely I just wake not. up again? Like, am I the? Am I on Earth by myself? Like, am I the only human left on this? At this point, I do not identify as a human. I Earth can't be. Really, I cannot be ghetto. a human. Earth is ghetto. It. <laughs> but I'm appreciative of her. I appreciate her. But the people on it is what I'm concerned about. Earth is beautiful. She's lovely. Um, I give it a two out of. I give it a two out of five stars. Two girl, out of five. Let me tell you something. Just let just let me figure out a way to revamp this shit. It's gonna be lit. <laughs> just give me the chance, God. You hear me? Better yet, better yet, they trying to go to Mars so bad anyway. Why not take all of them and just put them on Mars and let us stay over here? But it's people that look like us that act just like them. So what do we do with them? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, see, that's why. That's why. Grace, <laughs> that's why they talk about grace and mercy, ain't it? <laughs> Listen, listen, I ain't got I ain't got a place to put them. So I'm just worried about me at this point. I'm gonna just do what I gotta do to best be the best person that I can be. Because people out here are really messed up. And, and I've been slaying my demons from the left and the right. And I know it's real, and we all dealing with something. So I'll be telling people on the podcast, y'all need to check yourselves because y'all is out here wrecking your fucking selves and yeah. helping everybody else along the way. And I'm not okay with it. You know what I'm saying? People are heartless and not compassionate. People don't care about one another. I'm like, where are we? Did I get off on the wrong 
island. Am I, am I, am I really stolen or was I here before? Like, what's going on? Because well, I'm feeling all of my, it, the above. I'm DNA, feeling like all of the above. According to my ancestry DNA thing, and I'm not even technically American, so. <laughs> okay, two, two, beep, beep. <laughs> Listen, what up, neighbor? I don't, I like, I don't fucking know. Like, a lot of us don't even know where we are from. So originally, we just mad that we don't even know what kind of people we are. Where exactly. we from? We don't belong. And we've all been taught that we don't belong and that we ain't human and that, you know, it's a lot of negative stuff we've been taught and conditioned to believe about ourselves that we have to be like unconditioned. Like, we have to, we have to relearn who we are. And nobody really wants to talk about that because that shit is deep. Because you got to go dive deep in within yourself and admit exactly. some trauma and admit the pain and admit the anger and the hurt or whatever that it is that we all are suffering from and be honest about it. And I think the life that we want to see and live can be created if we start there because everybody worried about what everybody else got and what everybody else ain't doing. Exactly. And how everybody else feel. What about you? Who are you? What are you doing? About what? Like, if you exactly. don't like it, how are you doing to help the change? What is the solutions in life? You know what I'm saying? Because we all are here bickering and being uh, small-minded about color. Y'all still thinking about why I'm the color I am and you can't figure out that I'm just the color that I fucking am. Like, what exactly. is going on? I, I can't change this. This is not... This is not an avatar that I can change my color right now. I'm not bleaching myself. I'm not mm -hmm. doing none of that shit. So what do you suppose that I do uh, besides dance around, shuck and jive, a little bit laugh and be proper and what have you? What else should I be fucking doing out here besides just trying to live a life that human beings should be living? Exactly. And I don't understand the black people that do. Well, I kind of well, I kind of do because I grew up in, in a majority white area. So I know how it can. I know how it can get, but at the same time, I'm like the same people you're acting a fool for. When push comes to shove, they ain't going to give a fuck about you. Right. At the end of the day, you're going to have to look out for yourself. You're going to have to know who you are. And that's why I was telling like a lot of people on social media, I'm like, yeah, you can make politics your whole personality for social media clout or whatever you want to call it. But at the end mm -hmm. of the day, who, like you said, who are you? What do you know? what knowledge do you have where like, are you going in life you know what i'm saying you worried about my heaven or my hell what about your heaven what about your hell you know what i'm saying like people exactly. are really really gung-ho on on what you know they can condemn or what they can judge they real quick to judge and yes i'm human too and yes i used to find my find myself doing that but it's all about restraint self-discipline and learning what is okay and how you want to be treated really ultimately in this life and people don't understand now that america is getting what she has been putting out America started this and America ain't going to finish it. That's all I'm saying. Um, so um, when you get done, when you, when people get done bickering about whether this boy guilty or not, uh, he got to see one of the gods that I got to see. Okay. Exactly. So uh, that's all I can really do. And that's all I've, that's the piece that I've come to with that. And every tra uh, tragedy that comes um, in America, um, I'm just like, you know, whoo, y'all are really different over here. And at this point, especially when it comes to stuff like that, I am just like, okay, if it ain't him, it's going to be somebody else. If I keep thinking about it, I'm going to get myself paranoid. So it just keeps happening. But, you know, exactly. everybody's just like, just keep, just keep, um, just keep worrying about the celebrities. Worry about, worry about what Kanye and Kim are doing. Worry about whatever y'all, y'all know the shit is going on out there. They be like, worry about this. Don't think about that. It's like, no, but this shit is real and it's affecting us. And mm -hmm. you know, our fathers it's are not coming home. Our sons, literally our sons are not coming home. It's literally a distraction. I really am a strong believer that the two-party system and all that shit was literally just created to distract us from the shit that they're actually doing behind the scenes. You gotta know that. Come on now. It's, it's yeah. telling television is, is telling your lies to your vision. Like you, you, you gotta really go back to the basics and break down what things actually mean. They give us the truth. It's what we choose to do with it. Um, exactly. But, but really, <laughs> but really, they they really just think that um, once once we once we stay so divided that they could conquer it, but. The ultimate goal is to reunite and to bridge the gaps that we have in our communities and what's lacking. Um, I grew up in a community where I didn't know that therapy existed or that um, mental health was a thing. Um, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know none of this, but to know that now that I got like the superpower that nobody else has, and, and that's just being me, I want to tell everybody about it now because I'm like, yo, yo, I can do this. I can do this. You can do it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the point in, in podcasting and how I'm bringing it 
um, to the world because they need it. If they're going to listen to anything or be fed anything, it should be some raw truth uh, to it um, all up and through it. And um, self-reflection is a thing. Uh, You got to be vulnerable. You have to be transparent to be able to feel and be compassionate to one another. Um, Empaths already have that in them. It's built in them. I'm a Sagittarius. I don't know it's for every Sagittarius in the world, but I feel everything. Um, And it's it's been um, a journey trying to understand and explain uh, my life to people. But just by being a healer um, is is really a, a, a duty. It's a sole goal of mine to help people rest, to help people feel better because we all stressed and about something crazy, whether it be somebody pissed you off on the internet because that 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 jury did piss me. <laughs> that jury did, you know. So I had to reground myself, you know what I mean? Because right. I almost fell for the okie doke with people and bickering and going back and forth about well, who's right and who's wrong. I just say, you know what, because I can't give you no heaven and I can't give you no hell. And when people get real ugly about it, I'd be like, well, we all know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of how I leave it. Cause I'm not arguing with you. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not here for that. We we, we want to put on this earth for the little shit that we're doing right now. Like the, it's so petty. It's so small. And we still mm-hmm. focus on half of the, half of the wrong stuff. We don't even have a clue or inkling of what is going on in our faces. Cause they tell you the truth is just what you decide to do with it. You yep. know what I'm saying? They, they put it in your face daily. We have it. It's, if, if people want to be honest, we got, we know what's killing us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know what's killing us, but we ain't did nothing about it yet. Nope. And you ain't nothing going to be doing, ain't nothing going to get done if we keep worrying about the little shit. Let me tell you, baby, it's a bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? But we see, we see, we see as a, as a culture that all our black leaders end up disappearing or, or just, just, dead murdered and they don't want the people to truly know who they are the people in the world who they people know more about than we know about ourselves is something wrong with it people know who we are we don't know who we are or we don't remember who we are and that's the fucked up thing about our, our dna and our generations now um we're coming into it i'm understanding now mm-hmm. i hope you're understanding now that yep. we are more, we're more than what they've been telling us. We're more than just shipments or payment or whatever they told us on the trade coming over here. You know, whether our people did it to our own people, we still were conditioned to be that way to ourselves. But it's all about forgiveness. I think um, learning to love yourself again and forgiving yourself first is the, the first step in how this world, America, can kind of shift. And that's, that's, that's my narrative. That's what I'm pushing. That's the mm-hmm. shit I'm putting out. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing weight. You hear me? Yep. <laughs> you want to get, get high on some supply? Come on and get days of wind. I'm telling you, that's where it's at. This mm-hmm. is where it's at. You know, yep. it's 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 so much more than what we got at hand. More than what the material things we got around here. It's uh, mm-hmm. things like talking to strangers. Like you're a stranger. Hey, stranger. Hey. <laughs> you know they say you stranger danger, but in this case, uh, networking on on these platforms, I think it's a it's a gold mine right now. Mm-hmm. We need to take take heed to it, tell our children to build a, build a platform, like get a podcast, get your own business at an early age. They they ain't looking at it that big. No, it's just like, are you doing your little podcast thing? Yes, and it's about to blow the fuck up. Watch mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, keep well, doing your thing, Chris. Thank you, baby. It is almost nine o'clock now, so before this yeah. thing goes on to three hours, because we I could talk about this Girl, subject all night. <laughs> Listen, listen, I do this, girl. I, we do we do this. It's nothing. Always, <laughs> always reach out to me, connect with me, let your people know. Hey, I'm here for a networking good time, and every day is a good day as long as you're allowed to see it. I appreciate you for inviting me on my show. Um, I podcast it. I'm podcasting live right now as we speak on uh, okay. podbean.com. So if anybody out there that want to, you know, group with me, email me a good day, Gwen at gmail.com. Okay. And do you have any... Do you have any other social medias where people can reach you at? You can find me. You can Google me. Just Good Day Gwen. Facebook will pop up. All of that will pop up. Uh, Instagram. Said, Google me. Up. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the only way I could put it. I, I tell you. <laughs> yes. Like, like a 17-year-old. I think I started podcasting on YouTube. And I saw mm-hmm. YouTube when I was um like a kid. So, yeah. I thank you. Thank you so no much problem. for your time. Thank you so much. And this episode will be out. I'm going to edit it tonight so it should be out on multiple podcast platforms by tomorrow hopefully that's dope where are you from by the way i didn't get that i am actually from uh 
Well, I was born in South Carolina, but I currently live in Virginia. Right on, right on. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Once yeah, like in, in the, like in the, you know where Roanoke is? Have you ever heard of Roanoke? I've heard of Roanoke. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. And right there in the mountains. Right in the mountains. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I, I think I watched it all about, I watched about Roanoke on American Horror Story. That's why everybody, <laughs> that's why yeah, everybody Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that episode of American Horror Story. Don't watch it. Don't do that to yourself. I started watching it. Um, Don't do that to yourself. But I started watching American Horror Story because I accidentally watched the the uh, spinoff that they had on Hulu. I don't girl. know if you've seen it. And that yes. pissed me off. <laughs> yes. What? Girl, don't get me started. Don't do that to yourself. Like the episode, girl, like it was, it had me hooked up until the last episode and I was like all of that you didn't have to add the ending why did you fuck up a good episode with the ending okay like <laughs> it was not necessary Man, and, I they, they, like, and I just got pissed they, off they, at the whole series because I was like you really you really have me you really have me messed up with that one you didn't have to you didn't have to do all that extra stuff you could have just left it at you could have you did just kill them and just left it there. You didn't have to do all that. You didn't. It, they be putting that extra shit in there. I'm telling you. But you know, everything that's, everything that's on TV got some truth to it. Like, it's some truth be up oh, in yeah, all of that stuff. Um, awesome, man. The feral, the episode with the feral people in the freaking, in the freaking woods. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think that, I think that's real. Because in, rea- in reality, you never know. America was basically stolen land. So you never know what's out there. Man, I'm we was saying. already here. <laughs> Ain't no telling what's out there though. Mountain people are real. Mm-hmm. Natural state parks and shit. Yeah. Like that's the why people... you go out there at night. I don't understand why people be camping and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I get it though. It's people from the it's caucus people that's from the mountains. So I get it. But I'm not going up in there. Ain't nothing no. in the caucus. Absolutely not. Like if I'm going to die, I don't, I don't it's like, gonna I don't be like mountains. None of that. I want none of that. No. Nope. So, then you will actually hate where I live because I stay in the downtown area, and I don't know if you know anything about Virginia history, but Patrick Henry, um, I think he was like the president or one of the presidents. I don't know, one of the mm-hmm. presidents, governors, something like that. But anyway, um, basically, he. He did his whole campaign by trying to appease to people, making it seem like he didn't own slaves. He was a good guy, yada, yada, yada. But it come to find out he was hiding slaves in Roanoke, Virginia. So this what? whole area that I'm in is pretty much supposed to be haunted because it was actually a plantation. Yep. Yeah, I did. I did hear about that then. That makes sense. Just now. Yep. That's, yep. Yep, yeah. so I'm so I was like, because the house that I'm actually in right now, I looked it up and it was actually a part of the big house back in the day. So I'm actually kind mm-hmm. of like I've been saging the house and shit ever since I found that out. Cause I'm like, I don't like <laughs> that girl said I've been saging the house. I've been saging sure, the house. Sure, I, girl, I don't trust day, the shit. Open up your window. Mm-hmm. Like the what first color? time I actually burned sage, I ended up setting off the fire alarm. Girl, what color sage you got? Um, this one that I got was actually from our spiritual store that we have, but the other one was old. It was green. Okay, but different one, colors. I've seen, I've seen red. I've seen white. I've seen different colors of it. So I don't know what they, what they all mean. You know, I'm still putting my education up on what everything well, I'm means. Not, I'm, not too, like, I'm not an expert on it, but I <laughs> do know that the um, there are certain times times you're not supposed to use at a, uh, after a specific time. And the first one that I got was actually from my neighbor. And she mm-hmm. had that for over a year. So I think it might have been expired. And that's why it burned um, the way it did. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your expert in town? Talk to an expert when you're dealing with any um, any type of essence. Uh, that's why I did. Because I've actually been looking for like a statue or whatever. And we went... Uh, downtown to like our flea market and i was like there was this lady that was selling like homemade like statues and stuff and i was just Uh getting like a bad vibe because i was like this this look kind of sketchy and you look kind of sketchy and i don't (laughs) go with your good always go with your good exactly Um, like it looked 
it looked cool i'm not gonna lie but i'm like i've seen enough horror movies and stuff where people be bringing spirits mm -hmm. in and stuff from statues <laughs> i ain't with this shit i am mm -hmm. so sorry we probably already got spirits in this house i ain't waking nobody up y'all can stay asleep leave me alone absolutely not i'm <laughs> you let them know you're not welcome here you're gonna be like uh, uh it's crazy because it's real though a lot of people don't believe I know in I'm it technically in your house but i pay rent here now so you gonna have to step i am so mm -hmm. sorry <laughs> respectfully speaking you got to go like oh my oh my god but yeah i have like a um I have like my whole little setup with my sage and my Polo Santo and all that, all that good stuff. I don't do anything on the full moon. Okay. I don't, I don't do that because. I'm going to uh, connect you with this, uh, this friend of mine. You got, are you on Facebook? Or... Yep. Yep. Um, add me on, on Facebook, uh, Peaceful Outside of Pain, P-A-Y-N-E. And I'm going to connect you with this, I'm going to connect you with this girl, um, Nika. She real dope with the spiritual mm -hmm. stuff and I uh, know another girl. I know a lot of ladies. I'm in this group with magical girls and uh, mm -hmm. the magical the magic is real. Just just be just be uh, prepared for learning stuff. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I didn't, like I like I said, I didn't start getting into it until I started working in healthcare and I kind of needed to get into it. But there's mm -hmm. a there is a lot that I have learned. Like some people are crazy and they be wanting to hex you like for anything i'm like if it's that serious just block them don't talk to them again but <laughs> you know what everybody don't think like us though it's okay like if it's really like if it's if it's really getting to the point you feel like you have to text somebody block them block them i'm i'm sorry i'm not going to do something that's going to affect permanently affect my mental health for some yeah. temporary bullshit i'm not Ooh, a word <laughs> Madcap like the show. Thank you, Madcap. I appreciate you. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, oh, I, I forgot you're alive. <laughs> we all around the world right now. Yes, yes, yes. So since we live, I mean, what's up? What you want to tell the people about your podcast? What's your podcast name? So my podcast is Conversation with Christy, and it's pretty much the same way that we're doing now. I talk to people from all over the world. It was actually funny story it started off as like a not necessarily a fluke but I needed a hobby and my uh -huh. the only thing I actually like doing is talking to people so my one of my friends suggested I make a podcast and that's how um that's how it happened I met uh Stephen Joyner on Facebook and he started introducing me to a bunch of different people and yeah so that's that's how it is. Um, Shout out to Steve. That's right. Yeah, he's, Steve. He's, I was thinking about spending <laughs> with him. That's what's up. Yeah, Steve is the man. Mm -hmm. Shout out to like, Steve. He has been hooking me up with all types me of... Too. I think too, I think the yes. best one that he's hooked me up with so far yet um, has been mm. Larry Hankin. Okay. Like, that one, Larry was freaking... He was amazing. I liked him. Who was Larry? <laughs> Who was Larry? Huh? Um, have you ever seen Have you ever seen Breaking Bad? Mm -mm. You never seen Breaking Bad? Um, have you ever seen Seinfeld? Yeah. You seen Friends? Yeah. He's been on both of those shows, and he's also been on Home Alone. And he was. Have you seen the old school version of Annie? Girl, I'm gonna go watch it. <laughs> I think he played. Uh, I think he played like I forgot what you call it. The people that's the the bellboy okay the bell boy. he I'm played the bellboy and annie he he did a lot of different stuff but he's mostly oh, known yeah but he's mostly known for breaking bad and home alone oh that's big stuff mm -hmm. you need to watch breaking bad girl that's actually my favorite show on netflix i'm gonna have to go ahead and get up into it that's what's up though shout out to you though the christie show hey <laughs> Today's winning Christie show today. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Shout out to Steven Joyner, man. That is the GOAT, okay? He is a good man. And if y'all need promotion, he's going to hook you up with people that you need to connect with. He's a blessing. He's a blessing for real, man. But this has been a dope, dope podcast segment. I've been on for an hour and seven minutes on my end. How long we been on? Girl, I haven't eaten. It's almost nine o'clock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Girl, you get me started. 
start talking about politics and other stuff, I'm, I'm, that's it. It's a wrap. I'm done. <laughs> I already know. Look, I appreciate you today. Today was dope, though. When you get a chance, check me out on Podbean and Spotify and Anchor, Google, Apple, all of that. Yeah, just let me know when you, because I still got to come on our, your show officially, so just let me know, because are you are you free tomorrow? You free tomorrow? You want to do um, it after tomorrow? My, after my client. For sure, I, I connect with you. I text you. I bet. Bet, bet, bet. Yeah. And this, like I said, this episode is going to be it's about an hour long, so it's probably going to be out by tomorrow, but I will most definitely send you the link as soon as it goes through. And for mm-hmm. everybody else that's listening, you can find the show um, Conversations with Christy. I am on iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, I'm pretty sure we're on Apple Podcasts, but I could be wrong. Um, okay. I, know, I know for a fact we're on Google Podcasts, so we're on like several different ones. I use Anchor, so. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I use both, so that's what's up. All right. Have a good night, Gwen, and I'll see you hopefully tomorrow, okay? It's a good day with Gwen, always. Thank you for tuning in. All right. Hey, that was dope. Yeah, that, yes. I like that. <laughs> yeah, we love Today just got better because right now, it's time for Conversations with Christy. And here's your host, Christy.